In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. The season of Lent and the three Sundays of Septuagesimatide that precede it are marked by a certain liturgical character of restraint. Certainly in Lent itself, we intensify our individual practice of fasting and of prayer and of almsgiving. But the sacred liturgy itself is also affected by this penitence. In perhaps a more communal or ecclesial way, most markedly by the omission of the Gloria in Excelsis on Sundays and the insertion of a tract in place of the usual meditative chant before the Gospel. The texts of all of the propers of the Mass are intrinsically linked to the music to which they have been set, and vice versa. They are a form of cantillation, a song which arises from the text itself, a song which is essentially a heightened proclamation of a verbal message. The promotion of and principled use of the propers given for every Eucharistic celebration was a central tenet of the 20th century liturgical movement, together with the restoration of the chant as the musical language of the church's song of praise. No less than the Constitution on the Sacred Liturgy of the Second Vatican Ecumenical Council, Sacrosanctum Concilium, even stated, Gregorian chant is specially suited to the Roman liturgy. It should be given pride of place in liturgical services. Thus, the propers, by which we mean principally the text, but also the music that serves it, is part of the church's law of prayer, the lex orandi, that informs and articulates her law of faith, the lex credendi. In the earliest days of the church, the extended vigil of the mass of Ember Saturday, which we would have celebrated yesterday, meant that no distinct set of propers was given for this day. No proper mass was celebrated on this day until around the fifth century. The vigil on Saturday went through the night, as the Easter vigil does on Holy Saturday. Thus, the texts appointed for the mass we are celebrating today are, relatively speaking at least, a later addition to the liturgical canon. In fact, the majority of the propers we hear sung at this Mass are simply those that we sung on Wednesday. They are repeated, Wednesday being the first of the Lent Ember Days. There is an exception to this, and it is the tract. The tract, Confitemini Domino Quonium Bonus, is thus a good place for us to begin our reflection this morning, being that proper, proper text, we might say. It's taken from Psalm 105, and it seems at first to be at odds with the penitential tone of a Sunday of Lent. Give glory to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Who shall declare the powers of the Lord? Who shall set forth all his praises? Blessed are they that keep judgment and do justice at all times. Yet in the final verse, a more Lenten message is introduced. Remember us, O Lord, in the favour of thy people. Visit us with thy salvation. The gospel which we have just heard, that of the transfiguration of the Lord on Mount Tabor, follows that tract immediately, as if to respond to our call. Visit us with thy salvation is in effect answered by the Lord's transfiguration on the holy mount, by which his glory is revealed to man, as if to show 
and to do so all the more poignantly in our pilgrimage toward Easter, what it is that we strive for by the union of our human race with the divine. Even the chant itself, the very music, indicates the fervor of our petition, each verse ending with the same musical phrase, save the last, visit us with thy salvation, embellished to give, in musical terms, an emphasis to the text with which it is interwoven. Again, a song which arises from the text. Yet our plea, visit us with thy salvation, is not just an expression of a desire to share in the eternal life offered us by Christ in the beatific vision in some future sense, but more urgently, come and bring us salvation in the here and now. Again, in reply, the voice of the Eternal Father calls to us from the Gospel, This is my Son, the Beloved, listen to him. Thus we are given the means to receive the salvation for which we have prayed, following the ways of the Lord, and by so doing, returning to that covenantal relationship with him, begun in us in the waters of the sacred font. As if to continue this conversation between us and God, the Church raises her voice in reply to the Gospel in the chant of the Offertory, with words from Psalm 118, Meditabor in mandatis tuis quae delexi valde, I will meditate on thy commandments which I have loved exceedingly. I will lift up my hands to thy commandments which I have loved. In the light of our plea, visit us with thy salvation and the assurance of our fidelity to the law of the Lord, the Lord God himself answers us not only in, reassur- in the reassuring message of the gospel, this is my son, the beloved, what St. Thomas might call a pledge of future glory, but more substantially in the reality of his presence in the most holy Eucharist. In our own time and space, our here and now, the Lord God comes to us, visits us with our salvation in the consecration of bread and wine on the altar in the Mass, making this very place, this very altar, our own Mount Table, to which we daily ascend. Bring me unto thy holy hill and to thy dwelling. As we contemplate the Church's cry, visit us with thy salvation, and the tender promises of God resounds in our hearts, may we resolve to realize the promise that now we make. I will meditate on thy commandments, which I have loved exceedingly, I will lift up my hands to thy commandments. Such fidelity to the law of the Lord is at the heart of our Lenten discipline, our return to God with our whole heart, to be united with him in all things, so that we might die with him and so also live with him for all eternity. It is in this that the glory we glimpse on Mount Tabor and which we will in a few moments behold in the Most Holy Eucharist will be ours and by which the salvation for which we plead and long will be visited upon us. In this knowledge, may nothing ever divert us from our task. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.